0: Welcome to the Wimbees Choose to Challenge podcast, where we chronicle the stories of women across different sectors and how they have chosen to challenge stereotypes, gender bias, and gender inequalities.
1: Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the Wimbees Choose to Challenge podcast. I am super excited to have you here. Thank you for joining us. My name is Aderunke Wusu, and I will serve as the host for this session. I am an IT professional and currently an IT service assurance manager with a leading company in the oil and gas industry. As we know, the International Women's Day theme for this year is Choose to Challenge, and our discussions today will center around this theme. Today, we have an amazing guest who is keen about offering solutions to the inefficiencies in Africa's financial system and provides these solutions through tech-based platforms and technologies. She is a country manager Nigeria at LUNO, a virtual money trading transaction and investment company. She holds a degree in computer engineering and a master of science in mobile computing. She is passionate about mobile payments, cryptocurrencies, and anything tech. Here to share her perspectives around gender inequality and the remarkable work of women in the finance sector is Owen Odia. Owen, welcome and thank you for joining us.
2: Hi, Adirunke. Okay. Thank you for having me.
1: So let's dive straight into the conversations for today. So gender equality is one of today's most discussed issues within the workforce and society in general. So could you start by sharing your thoughts around gender parity?
2: Do well, you think yes. we're
1: anywhere near achieving it?
2: So the, the, the truth is that there is a huge gap, and basically in every sector. You have more men dominating this space. I mean, from the finance sector... So even in politics, I mean, I'm bringing it down to Nigeria, how many female governors we have. But, but yes, I mean, to be honest, I'm seeing a lot of, um, it, it's, the gap is almost closing, but I still believe that there's a lot of work to be done. But yes, there's a huge um, gender gap.
1: Okay, thanks, Owen. Let's let's bring it you know, home a little bit. So tech-related type industries, particularly the fintech sector, are generally seen as male dominated, as you know, you just said. And I recently read an article that suggested that only about 15% of Bitcoin traders are women, even though you know, that's growing. And now in this really new hot arena of cryptocurrency, having the woman at the forefront of promoting this form of technology-based financial transaction doesn't appear to be the norm. So as a woman in the industry, have you felt uh, challenged in in any way uh, or, or have you been surrounded by women as, as you have gone through your career?
2: So yeah thank you oh, um, respect to cryptocurrency and blockchain as a whole um, there's been a lot of improvement by the time I at the time I joined there were not a lot of women in the space so it sort of made me stand out okay there's a woman in this space how, how can this woman be this techie how can she know about blockchain? But over the past um, four years, there's been a lot of interest, most especially from females, right? Um, There was a research we carried out um, sometime last year, just to understand um, the number of people that are interested in crypto and what exactly they're thinking about it for the use case, basically. And to to my honest surprise, and of course impressive too, is that a lot of women within the ages of 25 to 40 are interested in crypto for the investment part. So it sort of rang to my head that, okay, Women are now thinking of how to empower themselves. Do you understand how to make a difference, how to invest, how to make money? So yes, it's 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 there's still a lot of work to be done because to be honest, it's still a male-dominated space. However, I can see like a huge improvement um, from the time I joined to now. I mean, they they even have there's actually a committee called Women in Blockchain. I'm also part of it. I mean, there are a lot of um, associations, Women in Blockchain, and they reach out to me because uh, basically, since I'm in that space, just to see how. I can join them and try to empower the up-and-coming people interested in that sector.
1: Okay, so do you think we're more of investors or we're driving the industry, you know, in some way or the other?
2: I think we are more of, um, apart from driving industry investors, I think the, the most important thing is that women are interested in making a difference, right? Whether it's investing, making more money, or just empowering themselves. I think that's the most important to empower themselves. I, I think that's where I'm coming at, getting at.
1: Oh, indeed. So you know how women tend to, you know, advocate, you know, I mean, we tend to advocate for ourselves. Uh, let me ask you, what are your thoughts about um, male allies? Do we really need them on this journey?
2: I think we, we are, we as um, women, we need allies. So irrespective of the gender, right? Um, I mean, this is a race that you really cannot do. It. Life itself is a race that sometimes you you can't really do it on your own. So it's okay to have allies. So that's why it's topic, it's a subject I really don't want to talk about because um. Irrespective whether it's uh, male or female, sometimes it's good to have allies in that space.
1: Some of this kind of thought that, yes, you do need to have male allies, but I agree with you that indeed you need allies, either male or female, as you you continue to journey through your your career.
0: I will make a difference today, no No matter matter what what it takes. My my stories will light the way, because for me, high are the stakes. Surrounded by by people who want to tell me what to do. do,
1: like, like life doctors, they prescribe how I should, I should live too. I will show them a different
0: me. I will rise above their point of view, give them a new me to see.
1: I will show them, them the true power of a woman, woman.
0: not because I, don't I want try to fight and, and live through, through,
1: but because,
0: because the, the next generation of women are counting on me.
1: me. I am committed to making a difference. difference.
0: At First Bank, we believe every woman is unique and she carries the ability to make a difference, which is why we are committed to inspiring all women and providing the right support and resources they need to succeed. Introducing First Gem, an account specially designed for women that are either working professionals or entrepreneurs but have big dreams. Open a First Gem account today with as little as 1,000 naira. First Gem, empowering women, creating wealth.
1: So let me ask you another question. So now that we have, you know, quite a number of women who are, you know, more interested in, in, in you know, fintech and, you know, either as investors or even driving it, um, you know, and um, with the research, you know, various research showing that diverse teams perform better and are now, you know, way more innovative. How do you, as a leading woman in your sector, empower other women in the sector?
2: Um, I, I think I think it's something that I'm doing, but I believe that there's a lot more work I can do. I get a lot of um, interest. People reach out to me, mostly ladies. Okay, Owen, um, hi. And of course, even though my name sounds like <laughs> but Owen, you're in the space. Um, let me tell you, tell me how you did it. So more like a mentorship program. I think it's something like what WIMBiz is all about, basically, just to mentor um, up and coming right um so so that's how we sort of empower them i think for me what i also do is try to see how i can um let them have that interest because truly truth is that um we want women to be able to develop their skills right but the most important thing is that before you develop your skill you need to have interest right so it's something mm-hmm.
1: that, um,
2: yeah so it's something i try to do maybe tell them the exciting things about crypto genus about blockchain about even independence basically i mean outside being in, in my career about independence how um, we need to change the narrative. A lot of people just feel like women are groomed to basically um, grow, have kids, take care of their home. But I think it's more of empowering them and letting them know that they can. the modern day woman can do anything, do you understand? You can be a mother, you can be a wife, but you can also go as go verify in your career. So so that's what I try to do. I mean, um, two years ago, I was at the University of Lagos where we had like a, well, a talk show, something like, with respect to blockchain, and um, interestingly, there were a lot of more, more female than male in attendance. Oh. They had about 200 people, but more female. And then after the event, a few of them came to meet me and um, started re- talking about just, let me, they wanted me to maybe give experience about my life, my career, I mean, my progress and all that. And and, and to me, it's sort of, I, I found, I found it really, really touching. And then so in, seeing that there is a lot of interest, most especially because back then, like I mentioned, there are not, not a lot of women in this space. No, no women really didn't want to take up tech roles because they felt it was challenging. I think I basically had to let them know that. Okay, so you do not have to be tech savvy to play in the tech space. That's the thing. I mean, I don't care, you're in the tech space. But, well, I guess you're tech savvy, but mm-hmm. there are different roles, right? From business to marketing to communication. There are a lot of other things you can do. But I think the most important thing is just letting them know that you can take up any challenging role. So, yeah.
1: That's quite insightful. I mean, particularly when you, you know, talked about going to schools and then finding more younger women who are more, you know, getting more and more interested, yes, in, in, in talks around uh, you know, cryptocurrency or bitcoin training you know, or even technology as a you know as a whole. And it sounds so easy, you know, listening to your talk, you know, I was just thinking, have you ever doubted yourself?
2: Um, well yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, there are, yes, I mean, I think I have, I've had like, I've really doubted myself in some instances. Um, Okay, so I was supposed to, I think, okay, so let me talk about maybe um, university. I mean, during my master's, I I didn't think that I could, I I decided to read mobile computing because because I've always been interested in, well, internet and also um, fintech. And I, I didn't think it was something I could do. And then, and I was, funny enough, I was the only Woman in that in that space, that right, in that taking that course, and I didn't think, yeah, and in you know, a lot of men from diverse backgrounds. So when I mean that, I'm talking about Asians. You know how the Asians can be very geeky, and I didn't think. And funny enough, um, there were just two um, people that came out of the section: one guy and then me. So yeah, oh,
1: I mean, that's was great. Pretty,
2: <laughs> not to brag, but yeah, it was impressive.
1: Brag <laughs> on, girl. Brag on. <laughs>
2: But yeah, it was something that I, at first I had my doubts. I didn't think I could compete with like other guys. You know how guys can just they find a way, there's a way they just can dominate a space that you don't, really, I don't know. There's this, I wouldn't say oppressive, there's there's something about them that you just will can I really paint that space. But I think I was more or less challenged. I seen that I was really woman, I needed to make a difference, right? So it was something that I decided to I just say, you know what, let me do it and get it done. And yeah.
1: you made a good success of it I mean you had enough motivation anyway so I'm going to ask you something else you know okay so that was your experience in school now in the workplace you know we know that you know we the females you know usually or tend to do this female politeness thing of standing back and getting others to take credit for you know our work maybe we don't want to you know brag or we don't want to be seen as aggressive do you do that
2: (laughs) Of course, I do not. I mean, considering the area I work in, I think um, it's not something I can be humble and then let the man take credit, No, know? Um, and the good thing is that in my space, you're more, I mean, credit is given based on your merits and not just because you're a guy or girl. So that's why it's sort of challenging. So in that case, you cannot allow, you cannot sit back and let someone take glory for your work. You know what I mean, right? So it's something that, um, no, I, it's not something I do. And I will not encourage anybody to do that.
1: Yes, and I totally agree with you. Let me ask your opinion about this. So, women seem to drop off at middle management, and we see a more dramatic decrease in their numbers, you know, among senior and leadership ranks. What steps do you think we can take to remediate this?
2: I think, I think um, for the women that drop off mid, um, I mean, mid-level, I, I think we, what we can do is that women is that I'm happy that there are lots of more women taking up more leadership or top roles, like, I mean, take reference to, I mean, Kamala Harris, who's mm-hmm. vice president of the US, or even bringing it to Nigeria, we have uh, Dr. Konja Wela. So I, I think when we have more people taking up such positions, it sort of encourages women that you really can get to the peak of your career, you know what I mean, rather than deciding to stop. I mean, for whatever reason it is, I think maybe it boils down to maybe being able to get to fulfill some of their domestic obligation, like taking care of the home and all that. But um I think what we can do is for the modern day women let them know that you can actually do ev- you can be everything. You know what I mean? Um so yeah. So so that that I mean basically modern women you can have it all. You understand? You don't have to maybe drop off mid where you at the peak of your career thinking, okay, that this is this is how far I can go. No. And that's where you have um I think we should, it's important we have more female leaders take up such huge and high rules such that it sort of encourages people that okay you know what you really don't have to go midway you can get to the peak you can't be anything that's the most important thing you can have it all
1: so owen could you share a personal journey or story that you know is get towards you having to deal with gender biases in your career or business
2: okay um So I haven't really experienced it um, in my career, but I have a lot of um, friends and close associates that have basically experienced it. I know of a friend that she works in the fintech space, well, the financial sector. And she had to, I mean, she's also a mother. So she had to go on maternity leave um, within the space of five years twice, because she had two kids. And that sort of affected her, her growth. In other words, they someone from HR told her that the reason why she was not promoted is because um, she's gone on maternity twice twice in five years. So that sounded ridiculous to us, but of course not something at then it's not something we could challenge. But yeah, I mean, that's a huge problem. You know what I mean, right? That's why um, companies should start looking at ways to to I mean, forget the gender. The most important thing is that is the person effective? Can the person do the job? I mean, I, for one, I went on maternity leave twice in my career and um, it didn't really change my growth. Well, to better of all, my growth, I came back and I was even more efficient and effective. So I think Nigerian companies in particular should start, um, should create a work environment an inclusive work environment for nursing mothers, right? Um, and also with COVID, this remote working has exposed a lot of employers, a lot of things that you really don't have to be in the office to do the job. As long as you can walk wherever you are. I think there should be more concern about output, right? Than um, time. Yeah.
1: And seeing that we have to, we
2: have to, we have to to, nurture, we have to take care of our kids, we have to take care of our home. So that's it.
1: Indeed. I mean, it's interesting that you said you also went on maternity leave and it didn't necessarily, I mean, affect your your career negatively. I also had the same experience. And honestly, you would think that, you know, in 2021, uh, you know, we'll be a little bit more progressive. Uh, But like you said, uh, you know, COVID and working from home has really, really, uh, you know, made it clear to everyone that you can actually, you know, work remotely and, you know, still deliver um, on your duties and your tasks or your responsibilities. And it's also interesting, Owen, you know, whilst we're talking, I could clearly hear your your baby or babies, you know, crying in the background. So, I mean, you're clearly working from home. You are on this panel session. You're also delivering at work. So, I mean, it doesn't really affect your delivery. You're a mother, you're leading your organization and you can do it all.
2: Yes, that's it. This is me, the modern day woman. But yes, um, just so you know, my baby is quiet now. So, um, yeah. But yes, he was crying in the background and um, we're working remotely. So I think now employers know that this is, this is a modern day woman, as long as she gets the job done. you understand, That's the most important thing. But yeah.
1: Indeed, I totally agree with you. So I'm going to ask you, what is one piece of advice you will then give to such women who are, you know, struggling with juggling between home and work that, you know, that could possibly lead lead, um, lead to them dropping off the, you know, the career ladder. One specific advice.
2: I think it's <laughs> it's basically um, you can have it all. I think that's the really advice I can give. You understand? You can have it all, and do not um, do not be take up more challenging roles. You understand? I believe that women. It's said by a lot of people that women. I beat more. they become multitask, right? Um, I know a lot of people feel like, okay, um, women, okay, since they're focused on their home front, they really cannot um, go high in their career. So I think it's more, it's important to let them know that more than your women can actually do it all right. And the good thing is that um, in the work environment, it's becoming more inclusive for women. People are now considering, most companies are considering um, making it a more, I mean, For women, I mean, I have to go on my title, I have kids, That's you see companies that have like crash. And now with remote working, for instance, sorry, I'm going to talk about remote working. Remote working has actually exposed a lot of um, employers that women people can do it all, right? Do you understand the sense that you don't have to be in the office nine to five to be able to deliver as long as you get the job done, regardless of the time. um, It's more about convenience, right? Uh, So yeah, so I I just think that nothing should stop them. Remote working has also exposed people that, okay, you really don't have to be in the office. You can be at home. You can be breastfeeding your baby <laughs> while you're doing what you have to mm-hmm. do.
1: Indeed. So what I hear you say is, you know, you can't find the balance between your work and, and your home. So just simply stay in the game. Don't drop off. Just, you know, stay in the game and, and keep pushing.
0: I will make a difference today. No, no matter, matter what it, it takes. takes. My, my stories will light the way. way. Because for, for me, high the stakes. stakes. Surrounded by, by people who want to tell me what to do. Like live doctors. doctors, they prescribe how I should live too. I will show them a different me. me. I will rise above their point of view, give, give them, them a new me, me to see.
1: I will show them the true power of a woman. woman. Not, because Not because I want, I want to fight back and fight through, through,
0: through, but because, because the, the next generation of women are counting on me. I, I am committed, committed to, to making a unique. difference. At First Bank, we believe every woman is unique and she carries the ability to make a difference, which is why we are committed to inspiring all women and providing the right support and resources they need to succeed. Introducing First Gen, an account specially designed for women that are either working professionals or entrepreneurs but have big dreams. Open a First Gem account today with as little as 1,000 Naira. First Gem, empowering women, creating wealth.
1: So, um, let me ask you. So, how do we ensure that future generations are not adversely affected by gender inequality? Are you optimistic at all about the future? Do you think maybe in the next 5-10 years we would have seen a a real shift?
2: So, I I think there's there's still a lot of work to be done like i said previously but um i'm happy with what we're seeing now the, the it's the narrative is changing i mean it still brings out to you have women taking up leadership roles do you understand i mean the highest almost highest. see um i mean the vice president of the united states of america or even dr october so i think it's changing back in the days i think then women were basically groomed to be a wife and a mother do you understand and um now, I, and now that you see women, even from school, you see women already thinking about, okay, you ask my child, what do you want to be? I don't think I want to be a mother or oh, I want to, I want to be a doctor I want to be an engineer. So I think what we need to do is more of sensitization, right? We need to start, create, start working on these people, do you understand? Let them know that creating awareness, education and all that, uh, I think it's something that we can start doing. The narrative is changing, but there's still a lot of work to be done. That's why we as leaders, uh, women in that space, try to find a way to empower, these people in whatever way we can, you understand? whether it's setting up some skills development center for women or just basically mentorship, letting them know that really you can, you can, it still brings up you can have it all, right?
1: Indeed. And I totally echo your sentiments. I mean, look at Vice President Kamala Harris. I mean, when you look at her, she's the vice president of president of one of the most, you know, powerful countries in the world. So every girl, you know, can look up to her and, and and see that they can do it. And of course, there are also quite a number of you know, female presidents um, you know, across the world as well that are, are excellent role models for the future yeah. generations. So how do you feel about this year's IWD theme, cho- Choose to Challenge?
2: So I think it's a very interesting um, theme um, I think it's something that we should it's conversation we should be having So choose to challenge the narrative, create a more inclusive work environment, and that stereotypical way of thinking that oh only men can play in this space. This space is for male domination. So yeah, it's something that I encourage. And yeah, I, I saw. I mean, then uh, I saw a lot of hashtags challenging everything, gender bias, and all that. So yeah, it's something that it's a conversation we should be having. So yeah.
1: Indeed, indeed. And I've seen so many voices amplified, you know, through social media and, and you know, panel discussions and all of that or choosing to challenge something. So I'm going to ask you specifically, what are you choosing to challenge and why? Um, so I, I think for me,
2: um, I'm choosing to challenge, um, I think I'm more or less uh, in an inclusive work environment for women. The reason being, um, you see uh, um, where women have to go on maternity leave or they come back and then you see they have to take, because it's true that women, we are we are as sure. there's no way we have been groomed to, by default, we have, still have to take care of our home. So I think it's more of creating a work, a very, very inclusive workspace for a nursing mother, for a mother, for a wife and all that. So yes, so I'm choosing to create a more inclusive work environment.
1: Yeah, so there's so many things to challenge. I'm gonna ask you again: Is there anything else? You know, what else can we challenge? There's so many things that we can challenge. Any other thing that you would choose to challenge today?
2: Well, yes, the stereotypical way of thinking of only only men. For me, well, for I mean, this is bringing it close to where I work, like a tech space. Um, saying that it's only, um, the tech space is male dominated. Only male can play in that space. It's not. Um, yeah, so I'm choosing to change that narrative.
1: Indeed, indeed, indeed. And I think, you know, as women, we should all pick up something and choose to challenge in whatever industry or business that we find ourselves. And as we continue to do this slowly, we will see the changes that that we, that we really desire. So following on your last comment, your organization, is it male dominated? Do you have a fair balance of, of women um, in your company?
2: So, um well, at Luno, for example, we have for 43 percent female staff base, and I think the most important thing is that the emphasis is on equal opportunity for growth. Do you understand? I I think um, we we what we do is basically people are we, we recruit based on merit, based on credit, and rather than gender. So I think that's what other companies should emulate.
1: Hmm, interesting. I would say 43 percent is, is is impressive, and you know you're almost at 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 gender uh, you know um, equality. That's really impressive.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, there's still a lot of work to be done, but yeah, that's doing a there of work. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, let me ask you, what advice would you give to your 20 year old self? <laughs> hmm.
2: Um. So I, I think <laughs> for the advice is I, I'm happy that I took this path. Do you understand? Um. Yeah. So advice, my 20 year old self. Um good work. That's all I can say. Good work. You did the right (laughs) thing.
1: Indeed. Okay. So let me then ask you what advice then would you give to women who are struggling in a male dominated industry? We look at your industry. Yes, we have, you know, women coming up. There's a lot more awareness. There's a lot more interest, but yes, there are still women. It's no secret who are still struggling in, you know, many male dominated um, industries. So what advice would you give such women?
2: So I think for women, that are interested or are thinking of starting a career in the tech space, it's not too late. I was, I read somewhere, there's a lady that bagged a degree, some IT education, at the age of 40. Do you understand? I mean, so the advice is women should not be afraid of working in tech space. The sector is filled with a lot of interesting areas. Like I mentioned, you do not have to be, tech. there are different roles. You, you, you do not have to be a programmer to play in the tech space. That's the truth. I mean, whatever career you choose is something, that, uh, there are various, v- variety of uh, interesting areas. Do you understand? It's important to, of course, do your research, um, figure out what you're interested in. Do you understand? And I, the, so in a question of building your, tec- building your technical skills, where necessary, and finding a career that that suits your strengths, um, you have to be confident and you should know your worth. I think that's what a lot of people, um, I mean, look at me, when I was, uh, during my university days, I, I, I had some concerns. I'm like, okay, can I, I am I sure I can play in this male-dominated space? But then again, I decided to, okay, you know what, I knew my worth and I was confident and I came out tops. So I think that's, that's my advice, be confident and know
1: your worth. Indeed, that's, that's excellent. So um, I'm going to ask you to, you know, shout out to, one phenomenal woman within your sector who has inspired you who who do you want to celebrate today so this is your time to shout out to that woman
2: okay i'm going to shout out to myself and then i don't get you for the time for taking out time to ask me questions
1: oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much thank you very much owen um but is there anyone else that has inspired you in the industry that you want to shout out to
2: course, um i I admire women and i've done well in a career um it sort of encourages me, do you understand that? I mean, like the question you asked previously that I can get to the peak of my career. This is not the peak of my career. This is just the beginning, right? So um, there's this lady called If Koumengi Okaru. Okaru, she's the, she used to be the head of the FRS, the Nigerian Federal, Nigerian Federal Island Revenue Service. And I, I like the fact that um, she empowered people not just not just women now and a lot of people had a lot of good words to say about her at the time in the organization so she sort of left a very good legacy and that's what i want in my career
1: fantastic thank you for taking out time to shout out to her so well um we've had a really great conversation you've you really shared you know some insightful nuggets here you shared your personal experiences but that's all the time we have now so Thank you, Owen, for sharing such insightful nuggets with us. And to our listeners, make sure to look out for the next episode as we continue this conversation. Until then, keep choosing to challenge gender inequality. Bye for now.
0: We hope that this episode has inspired you to be a champion of gender equity within your space and sector. Please join the campaign by sharing this podcast link within your network and on your social media platforms. See you on the next
1: episode. Let's choose to challenge.